Hello, my name is Andy Whitaker from the Boys Turner Employment Group. This podcast was recorded at our recent training workshop called Managing Stress and Resilience. The aim was to look at how we can manage not just our own stress and stressors, but also how we can build resilience into our teams, management standards and HR practices. The discussion was hosted by Emma O'Connor, Boys Turner's Head of Training for the Employment Group, with training provided by Geraldine Joaquin from Mind Your Business, Employee Wellbeing Advisors. We'll hear from Geraldine in just a moment, but we started by asking Emma why the workshop was so important. What I really wanted to achieve from today's session was firstly raising awareness of the issue but also understanding that unless we can look at the causes of stress, we can look at preventing stress, we are going to struggle to really deal with this as as a workplace issue and I think often we focus particularly as I see in my own, in my in, in the day job uh, as being an employment lawyer, I see the other end of this where I see disputes and grievances and claims and tribunal claims around this issue of, of workplace stress and disability discrimination. And actually, when you go back in the chronology, you can see the signs where actually had somebody dealt with this and dealt with these issues early, then we would not have got into the situation where battle lines are drawn and you've lost that individual. Which brings me on to the next question, actually. In legal terms, for an employer, how delicate, how nuanced is this as a subject? So we talked about uh, the Thriving at Work report and we actually talked... Sorry, what's the Thriving at Work report, for those who don't know? This was was an independent report uh, that, that came out which really looked at how employers can support their people and as the title says you know really thrive at work and what we learned was that actually good work is good for us and actually stress um we all need stress to get us through the day to get us out of bed to get us to do day-to-day activities that we have to do but then there's this tipping point And I think there's this sort of tipping point where um, the law sort of kicks in as well. And and, and really then you're looking at, okay, when does stress move from being managed into something which becomes um, something, a condition, a a mental impairment for for want of a better expression? And that's what the disability uh, laws, the Equality Act tells us that we have to to focus on and that's really that sort of delicate balance between somebody being able to to manage and somebody who who can't. Something also that you mentioned was we have to know our people and know our teams. Enlarge on that for me please. Yeah it's a big sort of you know bugbear of mine and, and something that I talk a lot about in the in the manager training that I do that we have to move from this sort of reactive way of dealing things to actually sort of being that proactive manager and you know knowing your teams being able to spot when there's changes in personality or behavior spotting someone who's maybe sending emails really late at night or really early in the morning Uh, we talked about presenteeism we talked about people not taking their holidays so there are signs that that 
are out there for employers and, and managers to be able to pick up on and then be able to be proactive and signpost and, and, and give people the support they need so we don't end up in situations where people are having to take time off and people can't return to work. It was uh, Geraldine Wakim leading the talk today, but it wasn't a monologue, was it? Um, there was plenty of input from uh, the attendees. Can you give me an idea of some of the issues that were raised, some of those that you found particularly interesting? Our audience today was mainly HR professionals, and what I picked up was actually quite a common um issue that I hear from from um, HR clients is that HR treads a very uh, interesting path if I it, it, to sort of describe it as that where they wear lots of hats and you know often they are the good cop and seen as the, as the bad cop as well and actually it's it's hard for HR to be that friend to be that person but also they are there to ensure that the correct processes are followed, uh, the correct behaviours are being encouraged. So, yeah, it, it was quite interesting to hear how the delegates trod that difficult track. Since you've started your career, how would you say employers' attitudes have changed towards stress in the workplace? Well, I think attitudes have definitely changed, and I think that's partly through the law in the fact that We've had specific protection under the Disability Discrimination Act since 1995 and then in the Equality Act since 2010. So the law has certainly placed an emphasis on supporting our individuals. But then I think social attitudes have changed as well. So I, I think it's it's been twofold. Overall then, what advice would you give to employers? Well, the advice is... Limitless, really. But if I could break it down into sort of top tips, I think the main ones would be keep an open mind. Don't make judgments. Listen. We talked today about, you know, one mouth, two ears for for a reason. Know your policies and your processes and and follow them. Also know where the law has an impact and, and what the legal ramifications and risks are. Take advice, whether that's from your lawyers, from doctors, from occupational health. You're not expected to know everything. And I think the main takeaway is be kind um, and, you know, treat others how you would want to be treated in, in this situation. So remember that we are all human. What makes events such as today's uh, so valuable? I think it gives... HR professionals, health and safety experts, I think it gives individuals the opportunity to have some time and space away from their desks, away from the day job, to really focus on what is, in my mind, a really key issue and and a, a key part of our wellbeing strategy. I think it's really important to meet other like minded professionals and with having somebody to lead the discussion to really help people focus and to share experiences because we all share through knowledge so raising awareness a chance to meet others and really an opportunity to focus away from the day job
And there are always plenty of events that Boys Turner are putting on, apart from this, aren't there? Oh, absolutely. Um, not only do we run events from our offices here, we run training for managers, boards, HR teams, your wider employee populations, be that face-to-face training, webinars or, or e-learning. So there's lots of opportunities to share the knowledge and really raise awareness of these important issues. That was Emma O'Connor. During the workshop, attendees learned that one of the practical strategies when it comes to building resilience is to break the focus and step outside of the office. Delivering the advice was Geraldine Joaquim from Mind Your Business, so we thought it would make sense to speak to her whilst in the fresh air of Forbury Gardens just next to our office. We started by asking her about management's role in helping employees with stress. So partly uh, it's about looking out for changes. Generally, we get to know as a manager, you get to know your um, employees, your staff really well. So any changes may indicate that there are issues. In that case, a lot of the time it is about uh, approaching people with humanity, with care and understanding, seeing if they want help. One of the most important questions you can ask is, how can I help you? Uh, it's it's about uh, making sure that they are at their best, um, their capacity is high so that they can perform well. But it's also about the human side of things. It's making sure that the people that you have working with you and for you are in a really good place because ultimately, yes, you want your business to thrive, but you also want your people to thrive too. So we are going to kick off by looking at managing stress and building resilience in the workplace. So... When you see how much we're going to cover, <laughs> it's a lot. So uh, we will, so this is very much a, a, an overview of it all. Um, and really it's about having a better understanding of what stress is, how it affects us. The end of it, I'd like you all individually to have really good strategies because whilst you want to look after the people under you, you're also a person too and you also need to look It's quite yourself. a delicate a situation for employers to manage, isn't it? It is, because you have to deal with individuals. Not everybody wants to bring their personal lives or their mental health into the workplace. Other people want to overshare with some of the things that they bring in. Uh, So it is a delicate balance between the two. And ultimately, whilst a company has a certain responsibility to support, to make sure that their employees are well and able to work, They also have, um, you know, there is a line that is drawn. They can't make their employees make sure they're well. So so there is a line between the two. It's probably uh, apt to think about it as offering the tools, offering education, offering support, but you cannot make them take it up. Today's event, I suppose you could have held it as as a one-on-one event if you like, but what was the benefit of having it with a small group of people like today? Having um, a group of people is so beneficial. People uh, ask questions. You know, you might find the person next to you asking a question that you had thought of but hadn't wanted to ask. Or perhaps they were asking questions that you hadn't even thought of and then you found the uh, answer very interesting. Also, the interaction, not just between the trainer and the, um, the attendees, but also between the attendees themselves is really useful. It gives you time to uh, formulate your own plans, to see what other people are doing in their work workplaces which is always really useful. There are all manner of things that can cause stress in the workplace. You went into uh, quite a few of them. A couple I'd like to pick up on though. Um, One of them is poorly defined roles. Tell me a bit about that. 
So if you're unsure of what your role actually is uh, in the workplace, that can really cause some issues. It may be that you feel unconfident in the kind of work you're doing. You're, you're unsure of the boundaries. It may be that you end up overstepping the boundaries and then that impacts on someone else's role or their, their job. So that can cause quite a lot of emotional fallout. So having a really well-defined role, not without flexibility, because having flexibility is always important, but just so that people understand properly what their role is, what the parameters are, what's expected of them, what the standards are, all those kinds of things really help to bring security to that role, which is one of our intrinsic uh, emotional needs. We need to feel secure in what we're doing, so that really helps. And relationships, the importance of relationships in the workplace when it comes to stress. Yeah, relationships, again, one of our absolute core emotional needs. We are, um, you know, the human species thrives. We are hardwired to take part in uh, relationships with others, to build community. So making sure that you have good relationships with at least most of the people around you. Nobody expects everyone to get on with everyone all the time. But if you have good relationships with some of the people around you, that really helps to make it a much more positive, nicer place to be in. Um, generally, people can do a you know, they can get through the more mundane or the harder aspects of work if they really feel part of a team and they're engaged and um, feeling that they're contributing really well. It's very difficult to feeling that engagement and that contribution level if the people around you aren't really along the journey with you. Can not enough stress in the workplace be an issue? Yes, it can be, because we as humans thrive on stress. We need a certain amount um, just to get us out of bed in the morning. It's the thing that pushes us onwards and upwards, that uh, causes us to chase after new clients, to get deals done, to get through deadlines. Um, it's certainly something that we can thrive on. It's only when it becomes too much or prolonged that it can become a problem. All this stuff that goes on. Breaking your focus, if you're in the middle of something deep and, you know, you need to concentrate, often the best thing you can do for yourself is to give yourself a bit of headspace, to go outside, there are trees out there, see a bit of nature, see some blue sky, have a five minute walk. Um, we I'm are out in the air at the moment, I already feel that my resilience to my working life has doubled, um, but what else can one do to uh, build resilience? So resilience is really that ability to rise up to challenges. It's about coping with problems. Um, but beyond that, it's also about growing. It's about expanding within it. So that sense of resilience uh, feeds into how adaptable you are, how flexible, how um, mentally strong you can be and you in order to do that in order to become resilient you do need to go through things like failure knockbacks you do need to have a certain amount of stress in your life you need to be able to cope with it and understand it um, and you need to learn from all of those experiences the good and the bad and we particularly learn well from our mistakes so those are important too is there one thing that you'd like people to remember when it comes to managing stress and resilience in the workplace? Yes, I think um, it's really important that people reach for the joy, the 
good stuff, the pleasure in their life, because really no one wants to get to the end of their lives and just say that they coped through life. That's not very glamorous, it's not, it doesn't sound like much fun, so thriving in life is really where you want to be. Um, there's a lovely quote from John Kabat-Zinn, who is the father of mindfulness, um, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. And that's what we need to do. It's lovely, you know, this idea that we just stay on top of it. You know, we roll with them. Geraldine Wackeen from Employee Wellbeing Experts, Mind Your Business. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Boys Turner. Remember to subscribe to us on whatever platform you use. And if you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. Finally, keep an eye on our website, boysturner.com, for news about further events and also details about the work that we do.